Welcome to Stand Up Memories. The reason we have no listeners is because I always let Peter start the show. You want to yeah. start the show? And nobody, nobody, the minute they see him start talking, somebody, you can hear the, you can hear the clicks. <laughs> Just teasing, you know that. I know you do. You tease How me. great is it? We got John DeBell. Such long yes. times, great guys. Always making me such laugh. Such a long time. <laughs> and uh, well, let's do our Jackie. Let, let me ask you a question. Is this our first international broadcast? It is. Now, uh, this is Jackie the Joke Man Marling. I'm Peter Bales. Hello. And we have a guest, a terrific stand-up comedian, a terrific writer. And we go back to the original improvisation. Yes. And Zooming uh, all the way from and Kansas. He is, he's not in Kansas. He's, he's farther away than Kansas. He is in Nicaragua. Can you say that? He is in Nicaragua <laughs> and uh, is going to great lengths to avoid paying any taxes to the U.S. government. And we have to hail him for that. John, thanks for being here. Yeah. For us. Oh, oh, it's great. It's great seeing you guys, man. Oh, you know, you are so funny and the memories are so wonderful. But first question has to be, what are you doing in Nicaragua? Well, when I started comedy, this was always my goal to end up in Nicaragua. Yeah. <laughs> so you so you did it. You I, did yeah, it. I did it. Yeah, who I, did it? <laughs> I don't know how the hell I ended up here. I have no goddamn idea. Yeah, it is pretty yeah. random, right? I mean, it's like you know, I don't have a hundred friends that are I, in Nicaragua. I have actually been to Nicaragua. Have you? With beautiful people. Yeah, in Managua, and we wow. were at a little town um, helping to build houses with my sons on a, on a trip. Uh, what, Jimmy Carter? Well, it was that kind of a trip. It was terrific. Nicaragua is a terrific, terrific, beautiful place. And, wow. uh, you know, uh, working hard to build build up the economy, really. You know, they got to well, get going. They have challenges. There's all kinds of rumors that there's pretty women there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're they, and they, they don't care about age. It's, it's just, <laughs> no, wow. you, you see it. It's kind of romantic. You see a mature guy, you know, uh, on the beach, you know, with this beautiful girl with hair, brown hair blowing in the air, you know, long tan legs, you know, great butt, you know, Latin American butt. And then they, especially when they bend over, they become rounded, you know, when they have to put the guy back <laughs> in the wheelchair, you know. Well, never <laughs> been- I have an important question. At we know why point, you're there. At what point in our lives did we change from saying there was an old guy on the beach to there's a mature guy on the beach? <laughs> it's like, I guess when we get old enough, like, yeah. instead of saying old guy, we say a mature guy. Right. You know, this is so yeah. funny because you're on Zoom. It's like we're both, all three of us are visiting with our grandchildren, only the grandchildren <laughs> are here. You know, which is, isn't so I know, I know. Uh, a, you see old guys with younger women a lot? All the time. They don't, they, they you know, uh, let's just think I'm young compared to what they want, which is Ben Franklin's. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and uh, so it's more cultural. John told me at one point, he said, wow, look at that old guy with the young girl. And his friend said, John, that's a mirror. <laughs> now, so it's culturally acceptable for younger girls to go with older guys in Nicaragua. And that means 
Jackie and I will be right down. We're going to come down and uh, we want to join in. Uh, it sounds true. It's a beautiful country. It really, really is. Fantastic. Now, that's not the Larry David most people know. I mean, <laughs> oh, challenging no. audience members to a fight. <laughs> oh, he was, he was always going to, he was anything that, in other words, he would be, we'd be, Going, hanging out in Central Park. I'd be sitting there eating something, nothing. Larry, one day, it's God's in his truth, sitting there eating a sandwich, and a bum wanted half his sandwich. And they actually got in a fist fight. On because he wanted, wanted to give it to him? He wanted his sandwich. He wanted half of Larry's tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, at the, I was with him in Yankee Stadium, and... Uh, we had gotten seats from the commissioner. So we're in a commissioner's booth, Yankee Stadium, a row from the center. And but we're on the Rangers, Texas Rangers side. And the guy in front of him starts making fun of Juan Gonzalez, right? Who's a Ranger. Now Larry's a Yankee fan. Somehow Larry takes personal offense to it. And they're screaming and they're screaming. They finally get up and they're pushing and shoving each other. I mean, literally, you know, faces red, beer falling down, and the commissioner's boots. <laughs> now, this was apart. after. This was after Larry was famous. No, this was right when. Well, how did you guys get in the commissioner's booth when you're? Well, just... we, we got tickets for somebody. He noticed he was just doing Seinfeld then. He wasn't doing Curb yet. Okay, all right, but he was still doing doing pretty well. Yeah, you know. He was doing pretty well, but he gets you know, in the It's funny, John, because I was not around much. I, I, I was mm -hmm. a Long Island guy. I was only in Catch a Rising Star here and there. And I knew that Larry was crazy and that he would start trouble <laughs> with you. So that must have been a ubiquitous thing to know. It wasn't like anybody's secret, you know? No, no, everybody knew it. That's why we and all had a wild, a wild afro, right? Like a wild yeah. black, a Jewfro, you know? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was. He used to get, you know, he told me, I, "I got the secret to stand up, John. I got the secret to stand up." I said, "What is it?" He says, uh, "I'm not going. I'm not going to wear my glasses, so I can't see the audience." That was his secret. <laughs> and then he would work for one show, and then he'd bomb, and then he would, and he would throw it. <laughs> and he, uh, Richie Tinkins said that they had to buy a new microphone, a mic. That they actually know he would break so many microphones. That they had, they eventually glued the microphone to the stand, so he couldn't <laughs> break anymore. That's hysterical. <laughs> the people that don't know, tell them who Richie. Richie Tinkin, one of the owners. Own the, own the comic strip. The yeah. Comic yeah. strip now called the comic strip live. Yeah. But really, it all. Yeah. Uh, glued the mic so that he couldn't break. Yeah, it. Oh, so he couldn't God. break. Couldn't, couldn't so how did you do the first time you got up? I did okay. How'd you do the first time you got up? I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. The first thing I did, you know, I'm mostly one-liners, but I don't know what I was doing. I walked up the very first thing I ever did on stage. What did I say? What was it? Italian crucifix. My impression of Italian crucifix. Dumb joke. That's always, that'll never not be funny. That'll never not be funny. That's a but, you know, well, I you actually know. did a joke in my with my band that I I 
read it for it's it's your joke and how it went wound up on Long Island. You just got a new uh, a new insurance company, Mutual of Sicily. Yes, yes. who hit you and they push him down a flight of stairs. Right, That's your joke, right? Yeah, my joke. And we told that out on Long yeah. Island. <laughs> That's very funny. That's wow. I know that. Wow. I owe you four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm actually do. doing a show here. I'm doing a show here on September 1st in San Juan del Sar, which is a, a, a tourist town, a gringo town. And then I'm doing one on October 6th in San Juan with this gorgeous bilingual, which was bisexual, but it was bilingual female comic. That's so, terrific. Yeah. But, and you're, yeah. So it's an English show in Nicaragua. So, yeah, yeah, she's a bilingual comic. Does she tell a joke in one language and then tell it in the other language? Well, she's going to do. Why she's going to do her? Actually, it's two of them. I'm going to work with. I'm going to work with two of them, and then I'm doing the first show, which is going to be bilingual, and then they do another show, later show. This all in Spanish. Wow. I have no idea how good they are or anything like that, but it should be really interesting. Yeah. But are the clubs far? Are they like the little Jersey clubs or like New York clubs? Are they big dance clubs? On, well, this one is on the beach. It's on the water. It's right next to the beach. So it's, it'll be beautiful, you know. And uh, San Juan is a real is a real tourist town, you know. And there's a lot of gringos. And, you know, it's 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 uh, the, the most popular tourist town in Nicaragua. Yeah, well, if you don't do well, you can tell everybody that, you know, you speak Spanish. I, you can blame it on the language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I, I did a gig there. here with Middleman, with Steve. Really? He came down Does to visit and I said, you? I a place we could work together. Yeah. Oh, and he did it with me. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, on the beach so again, on the beach. Beautiful location. Gorgeous. That's so funny. Nothing compares to that night, Peter, with us. Yeah, I, now we have to get to this. He, uh, because I said, we got to have John DeBellis on the show. He says, oh, yeah, you know, I know John. We go way back. And uh, and Peter and I actually had some adventures. And he said, no, we, you know, John and I had an adventure. I wonder if he remembers it. Oh, God. You know, I, I got friends that I had wild times with. And I'll say, hey, do you remember this night? And they'll go, I don't know what you're talking about. But it seems, I guess, you guys well, the, share, we're a, not the, share a we memory were not of being two beautiful women at the improv. Oh, it was it was amazing. I, I, it was a Sunday night guest spot. Wow. I won't I won't forget it. I got off stage, and I get a note, and it says, "How'd you like a beautiful to meet a beautiful California girl?" You know, listen, I would meet a beautiful girl from Sea Caucus. I don't care, you know, <laughs> ugly one from Sea Caucus. So who gave you the note? Huh? The girl, uh, somebody, the waitress brought it up. And then she came out, and she was like, looked like Olivia Newton-John. She was like stunning. Then she goes to me, I have a girlfriend, you know, you have a guy. And I'm saying, well, who, what guy do I know that won't care what she looks like? Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Peter won't care. It's a female. He don't give a shit, you know. <laughs> right, Peter? And then, well, yeah, except that she turned out to be, be gorgeous. Olivia like a six too. foot brunette. Gorgeous. Uh, it was uh, almost like. Why did I? Why did I say I knew someone? Why didn't I just say? Yeah, I'm the only you, you got. You know? Wow! And it was it was a, a magical oh, night. I was in my twenties, oh. uh, legitimate. Nothing, yeah, you know, something I can remember fondly. I but I hate the rain. I hate the rain on your parade. You. 
Well, huh? It turned out better for you, Peter, because if you remember, <clears throat> we go back, we went out with them and they took us out and had a lot of tequila and stuff, you know. So then they had the one girl was in, I was in one room and he was in the other room. And I got really drunk, really, really drunk. And at one point they said, afterwards, let's switch. But I got so drunk when I was with this girl, I threw up everywhere. Oh, no. I threw up everywhere. He was okay. He kept going. I just threw up everywhere. Oh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You know the problem with the story, DeBellis? What's that? The problem with the story is that you guys remember it so fondly, but you're really making it sound like this didn't happen that often. Like This is like a one-off. Well, it didn't happen that often. Not for me. But the thing was, he was he had no problem because he was in the other room, you know. But then the next night, I'm in Catch a Rising Star, and this blonde and brunette show up. They ignored me. <laughs> they oh. didn't even look my direction and walk the other way. Oh, that's awful. Now you didn't throw up on them. Uh, not on them. I, I, I threw up a lot of places. I don't know if I got it on her anyway. I don't know. That's just great. All right. That's that. That's, well, that's comedy. Back then, there were. Four- I have never seen you blush on this show. Look at Dale's <laughs> show. He, he was with this gorgeous. I mean, this brunette was a six foot beauty. I mean, a model type. She was gorgeous. Back in those days, there were fewer comics, and yes, comedy was just getting hot. And being a yep. comedian, your odds like, were much better. Was like being a fighter pilot. I mean, it was it was different. And now, and yep. now everybody's cousin. Is a comedian. It was it was different. It was and you're in your twenties and yep. it was an exciting time. It was an exciting time to be a comedian. Now listen to the names that that he mentioned. I remember Rick Overton saying to me when I first met him, he said, Do you realize there are less comedians than there are brain surgeons? I swear to God. That was true. That's true. That's true. Uh, that it was... got to the point now where politicians are appealing to the comedian vote. that's how many that's a good point that's crazy that's how many comedians there are that's how many there are out there don't remember freddie prince senior the freddie prince you mentioned is the The original freddie prince oh yeah yeah and i had a fire one time he came in one time i was sitting it was in the winter there's a bunch of pile of coats next to me and i was sitting with kitty bruce and he was going out with Kitty Bruce, Bruce at the time. Tell, tell the Jack Bruce's, uh, uh, Lenny Bruce's daughter, you know. Lenny Bruce's. And daughter. they were going out, and she goes, "John, I don't want to. I don't want to talk to him right now. I don't want to talk to him. Hide me." So I put her under these coats, figuring, you know, I'm a new guy. Freddie's not going to come sit next. And he comes and he sits across from me, and she's under a pile of coats, boy. <laughs> and I'm trying to keep the coats on top of her from moving. Until finally, Freddie finally went on, and I was able to sneak her out of the place. But she, I, I guess, didn't have a heat stroke. You know, it was, it was We're crazy time. About Prince as a comedian, and he was discovered, I believe, at Catch a Rising Star by Johnny Carson. Correct? Yeah, either Catch or the Emperor. I think it was Catch a Rising Star. Yeah, Catch a Rising Star, and his his show, of course, is a trivia question. Very successful mm. at the time. You remember the name of? Chico and the man. Chico and the man. Chico and the man. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, and so did you find his stand up funny? Was it deserved? Yeah, his stand up. He was so relaxed. He's one of the most relaxed performers I'd ever seen. I don't remember his bits. 
but he was just, I just remember how relaxed he was on stage. It was yeah, like, like oh, really, really likable. People just likable and just like he was living, he was in his, the whole, I hate to use the old expression, but he was in his living room. He was like just so nonchalant, you know? What do you was, remember about the young Richard Belzer? Oh, he was, uh, I loved Richard, you know? Um, he was, a, he was the one, he, he always, the audience, he made the audience feel like they had to apologize to him. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and he attacked, but but he did it in a, in a likable way. And I always think now about Belza, that he used to do a bit that Rick Mick Jagger would be in his 80s and doing and singing, and he would do the bit, and he would, but he would be very Jewish doing it and stuff, doing it like that. And I keep thinking, Boy, was he wrong. I mean, Jagger still looks pretty good for, you know. Absolutely. He's been dancing out of rhythm for five decades, six decades. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a musician. She'd know that, yes. How about yeah. a young Jerry Seinfeld, what comes to mind? I didn't know Jerry that. I mean, I saw him a lot. But you knew, you knew he was going to be, he, there was something special about him because he had a plethora of material. It was very concise, you know, well constructed. And I remember years later, I was went to catch because we were doing a we did a, a, a docu a special on ABC about comedians, and I happened to take down a picture, an old picture of something because they were moving stuff around. I still have it here, and under the picture, and I did a photocopy because I gave the original to Richie Tinkin. It was his audition, his audi original audition paper that they had and they wrote wow. on it, must put him on you know and they wow. were right you know wow great stuff man wow wow wow, wow. it, it was amazing uh, rodney, rodney, rodney for for one-liners who beats him john <laughs> i don't know any and nobody can beat right you know you know could because you know where he's watching and i'm gonna nobody knows who he is people anybody out there Get a chance, go on YouTube and put get look for Ronnie Shakes. Oh, yes. I was watching videos of him yesterday or the other day. Oh God, he was he funny. Oh my God. Right. He's he one liner after the other after the other, like even shorter jokes than Rodney, even like even shorter. Yeah, some yeah. And he had that great attitude, that that very unusual I attitude. I told you this joke not too long ago. Ronnie Shakes. I went to the beach to drown myself and commit suicide, but I knew I wasn't serious. I brought a towel. <laughs> he had I love one the joke. Ronnie Shakes, the great Ronnie Shakes. Remember he did the one about, uh, he, he said he, he wanted, he, he took a course in reincarnation. This was expensive. He says, what the hell? He's, what, what did he say? Uh, I got the punchline. Come on, you got to know the punchline. That, see, we got all only the only one. No, no, I know what it is. <laughs> He say he said he goes he would go uh, yeah it was took a course in reincarnation is very extensive but I figured what the heck you only live once. He <laughs> <laughs> like had a joke like somebody how fat was she I don't know I couldn't get far enough away to tell. To <laughs> see Oliver remember that yeah he would, go, he would go come over here. <laughs> everybody came through the improv everybody came through Catch a Rising Star. And yeah. the comic strip. They were the three main clubs in the 80s and the late 70s. Oh, yeah. The main clubs. But you know what? I I, I would like someday, and maybe I'll write another book, 
about the guys that nobody knew that are so funny that nobody like Jack Raymond. Jack Raymond. How funny Jack Raymond was. My wife, what a fat pig my wife was. I told her to get the fuck out of the house. Said, get the fuck out of the house. And he goes, now she goes on a water diet. Water diet. She drinks eight cups of water a day. Now she's not fat. She's bloated. I told her to get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> Here's another name. You uh, Folks at home, you should Google Ed Bluestorm. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, he was funny. Oh, you know what? I think Jewish he's hunting. like on Facebook or something. He's, no, he's still around. Ed Bluestone, he's quadrosexual. He'll have sex with anybody. Any, for a quarter. quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Jewish uh, hunting. Jewish uh, hunting. They bring their animals home in the home. To, they bring the animals to your home in cages. Sometimes <laughs> they make it dangerous. They leave their feet untied. <laughs> <laughs> he he used to do something uh called uh 10 things. To say at the funeral of somebody you didn't oh, like. Yes. Oh, yes. And we Dude, took yes. that, and at the Fort Lauderdale comic strip, we were trying to piece them all together. And Joe Mullen said, Oh, that's an old thing. We did that in the 40s. You know, that's wow. a classical thing. And me and Bill McCarty and all the other, I think we got up to 60. We have wow. 60 things to say at that, which is because it, it's so wrong. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So funny, you know, you know. Tell the widow you think you saw him move. Yeah, oh, just so great, you know. Shake the hand with the electric buzzer. You know, shake <laughs> oh, I got to get this in. You mentioned Jack Grayman. Oh, there is God. a stock line. It's now a stock line for dealing with the audience uh, when you're heckled. We're your parents' first cousins. Jack Grayman. I know where that line originated. And it was at the comic strip and it was at late at night and he was on stage bombing and a bunch of us comics were in the back kind of watching him bombing and laughing at the bombing mm -hmm. situation. An audience member said, we're your parents' first cousins. Oh, that's and, cool. and the joke exploded across the room and everybody, wow. all the comics started and it became a heck of a line that yeah. was used so frequently. Now it's the most famous story. You remember the most famous story about him was that oh, he, there. he came up with a joke. And I'll the, tell first, you the first time he tried it on stage, Rick Newman, the owner of Catch a Rising Star, was in the audience with Linda McCartney. Yep, he didn't when know. I was the MC Wings. Do you, yeah. you were there? I was the MC. Rick says to me, I got a special guest coming. I'm not going to tell you who it is. He says, uh, I'll let you know when. So I was downstairs with Jack with everybody downstairs. I told me, he said, who do you have? I said, I have Jack Raymond. I said, save him, save him. So then I'm downstairs and I get a, a, a call, bring Jack on, bring Jack, Rick's in the audience. So Jack doesn't know who's on in the audience. He just goes in, you can't see the back of the room. And he goes, uh, what's a dog with wings? He goes, Linda McCartney. <laughs> and she, and she comes, was in the audience. <laughs> she was in the audience. She comes storming out. Rick comes storming out. They, Jack comes out, he goes off stage. Rick jumps him. And has him, you know that 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 separation has him on the ground choking him. He's gonna kill him. And I, we had to pull Rick off him. Otherwise, Jack would have been dead. You know what must have went through Rick's mind as he said that? It must have been like a lightning know. bolt. Yeah, he, he didn't. He probably thought he knew, but Jack had no idea. And he said, "I just made that riddle up that day." He goes, "Wasn't even that funny." 
Yeah. Oh, God. And, it's, and the joke went around the world and back, you know. Yeah. What do you call a dog with wings? Linda McCartney, and she was in the audience. Oh. Yeah, she, and she was oh. not dirty. She was not, uh, she was attractive, but he just, you know, Jack. You know. I know. Yeah, no, no, you know. I know. It's just a joke, but I mean, you wouldn't say it. Because you. the way you look at it is no girl could possibly yes. match up to be good enough to be with one of the Beatles, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, whatever. that's, that's Listen. it. Yeah. Oh, this time went so yeah. fast. John, you are terrific. You are it's so great fun. Can we do a rebook? Oh, we're going to we're gonna uh, have you on again. Are you psyched? Anytime, man. I love you guys. Oh, wait, man. one important thing. Tell everybody the name of your book and how to get it. Okay, it's Stand Up Guys, The Generation of Laughs. A lot of these stories are in it. It's on Amazon. That's the best place to get it. That's all. You know. And, and it's name, great. The it's name great. again is? Stand Up Guys. Stand, Stand Up, up guys, guys, A Generation of Laughs. Yeah. By and it's John on Amazon. DeBellis. Oh, thank you for it's coming. It's so good talking. seeing you guys. Oh, so uh, great. Also, like you. I said, if you want you middleman to do the show, he's will, he's will come on anytime. Oh, to do well, oh, tell him we absolutely, I was going to tell you, don't, don't tell him I said hello. <laughs> I, I won't do that. I, they I have a whole thing where they torture each other. They do. Him and Steve Middleman just torture each other. Oh, yeah, we, we just have a, we have a fake feud. He's doing a uh, birthday for a hundred year old guy to, uh, September 1st. So that should be interesting. So I'm helping come up with some old jokes. You know, Is that true? Old. Is that true? Yes, yes. The bass player in my band in college, his grandmother was turning 100 and she was in the hospital and they brought her a cake with a candle on it. It's a true wow. story. And she blew out the candle and died face first into the cake. And that is a true oh my, story. Oh, my God. Fred Stoller's joke. Uh, I'll paraphrase. Fred Stoller, great comedian. My grandfather died on his 90th birthday. Maybe I shouldn't have given him all those birthday punches. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, Just, Tim DeBellis, comedian, writer. Great talking to you guys. Right, we'll do Any this time. again. We're we'll going to do it again, again definitely. Anytime, guys. Joke, man. Let me know when it's going to be on so I can tell some people. So We yeah, absolutely will. We absolutely, absolutely will. will. And I'm Peter right. Bell. And this has been right. Stand Up Memories. We will see you next time. We Thank love you, Johnny. We'll see you next time. Love you guys. I really do. Miss you guys a lot. Yeah. All right. Take care, Stay, John. That was a pretty good episode. A new episode every Wednesday with me, Peter Bales, Jackie the Joke Man Martling, comedians, interesting people. Leave a comment. We'll, we're going to get, we'll get uh, what am I saying? I don't know. We're going to get back to you. We will respond to your comments. StandUpMemories.com, if you go there, it shows all the different platforms. Oh, Spotify, we're on everything. Every Wednesday. Stand Up Memories. Every Wednesday. A new episode.